Greetings, this is Shane Ross from the blog Little Frog in High Def, and this is a story from The Edit Bay. This episode is brought to you by Automatic Duck, allowing you to send sequences back and forth from Final Cut Pro, Avid, After Effects, Combustion, and Quantel for increased productivity. I know that I cannot do without Pro Export from Final Cut Pro to Pro Tools and from Avid to Final Cut Pro. Peace, love, duck. The Salish Indian tribe from northwestern Montana has a tradition when it comes to beaded artwork. When the artists create their artworks, be it belt buckles, moccasins, purses, or stethoscope cozies, yes, I had a doctor who had a beaded stethoscope cozy. They intentionally made a small mistake. Nothing too big like making the sun blue or a pattern reverse in one spot. No, they made a small mistake. A white bead in the sky of blue beads or a bead left out in a section. Something that you couldn't really see without looking for it. When I was a kid and I learned this fact, I would spend the entire time at the trading post looking over the beaded artworks, hoping to find the mistake. Sometimes it was easy to spot. Sometimes it took me two or three trips before the small mistake made itself apparent. As I said, the artists did this on purpose. The reasoning is that nothing is perfect that is made by man. Only God the Creator can make perfect things. And so they made some small mistake in the artwork to show God that they did not presume to be as perfect as he was. Now I'm going to let you in on a little editorial secret, a semi-questionable practice, a way of gaming the system without getting in too much hot water, something that many seasoned editors know through personal experience. Some of us figured this out on our own, and others, like me, have it told to them. A friend of mine said it best when he told me, I have never turned in a perfect cut, ever. When I asked why, he said, I can count on one hand the number of times the record label said, perfect, don't touch a frame. And I can say with personal experience of my own that I too have never had a network exec say the same thing. Maybe it's some need for these people to justify their jobs, to have some creative input. And they get this input by pointing out something in the cut that needs to be fixed, some flaw that without them would have gone unnoticed and the project would have suffered. So if you turn in a perfect cut, they will in turn start nitpicking at some small thing or make suggestions that would often be a turn for the worse. For example, I will often get... Is that the best take we have? Isn't there one that's better? No, I used the second best take. I somehow completely missed the best take. Well, I think that to myself. For them, I say, hmm, let's take a look at our options. And then eventually I might find myself using the second best take. So what I and other editors have taken to doing is turning in a not-so-perfect cut. One with a mistake or two that's glaring, itching to be found and changed. Thus the term, the Velcro dog. Something that is bad and easily torn out. Something is bad and easily torn out, because, you know, a dog can be bad and Velcro is easy to tear out. An obvious bad take where the actor flubs his lines, or perhaps the audio is out of sync in that spot by a few frames, or a shot that is out of place, like crossing the stage line maybe. Something that the network or client can focus on and give notes for. Something you've planned ahead for so you have the ultimate shots already set aside. Doing this helps you avoid the issues that might arise from those nitpicky notes, like the change you do now makes the shot stand out for some reason, you have to start changing everything to match, and now the cut is far worse than it was. Another great example of this is the movie Team America by those guys that created South Park. If you have seen this film, you'll remember that a lot of the stuff in it was, well, pretty raunchy and over the top. It seemed like they were getting away with a lot of stuff. Really bad stuff. And they were. They did. How? Well, by making the version they sent to the ratings board really bad. 
they knew that if they submitted the film that they wanted, that the ratings people would say, you can't have this, you can't have that, and my God, how could a marionette even do that? So these guys employed the Velcro dog. They added stuff that was really bad. I'm talking go-to-hell bad, stuff that makes even most hardened people employ their gag reflex. How bad? Well, watch the director's cut on DVD if you dare. The point is, they added stuff that was so bad, so raunchy, that the ratings board said that had to go. And they left behind the bad stuff that wasn't bad bad. The stuff the directors want to have in the first place. Now this is not something I do to the directors I work with. No, this is something I often do with the directors. Because we're usually on the same page creatively, and we know what is coming from the higher-ups if we turn in our perfect masterpiece. Now, be careful the upper management doesn't spot this and they actually like what you have done you have to live with it that's it for this week please join me next week as I share another story from the edit bay this episode was brought to you by automatic duck peace love duck